Yeah, so, well, the biggest thing is to, like, get people interested in your project, like, by connecting to their special skills. And, like, after you have developed that team, uh, you, like, well, after I developed my team, I had, like, meetings with them, uh, like, every week. And, like, we sort of, like, decide on, like, what to do next and, like, what steps to take next and how to, like, plan the documentary and who has to do what and what are their tasks. Hi, I'm Stephanie. And I'm Bailey. Welcome or welcome back to Never Too Early. Never Too Early is a podcast under the Entrepreneurs Network, a network for and by female entrepreneurs. This podcast showcases youth changemakers, whether it be entrepreneurs, activists, NGO founders, or more, encourages them to share their journeys, challenges, and tips, and aims to inspire other teens and young adults to make a difference as well. On today's episode, we chat with Emma Paposka. Emma is a 13-year-old changemaker, photographer, filmmaker, and performer. She is the founder of the Making Waves Club, a club that encourages youth to make an impact on social issues they are passionate about through film. She is also the director and writer of The Living Sea, an award-winning documentary that serves as a call to action to save Hong Kong's quarrels. In this podcast, we chat with Emma about the importance of mentorship, how to create and lead a team, and why she is so passionate about speaking up for life below water. Keep listening to learn more. Hi, everyone. Welcome or welcome back to Never Too Early. Today on the podcast, we have Emma Paposka. And um, just to start us off, one of the questions that we ask everyone as they come onto the podcast is, what is something you are grateful for today, Emma? Um, well, I am grateful for my family. They always support me with everything I do. And I'm also grateful for my friends. They always make me laugh and spend time with me okay perfect um well yeah thank you so much for saying that and um just to dive right into our first question that again we ask a lot of people that come on is would you mind giving us a quick intro of who you are and what you do okay so my name is emma Poska. um so i have created a documentary film about hong kong corals called the living sea and it's about protecting corals in Hong Kong and learning about their importance to all life on Earth and also like addressing the threats to corals. The documentary film has interviews with experts and underwater footage showing the beauty of corals in Hong Kong. And also I have founded a club called Making Waves Club, which is a club for young filmmakers to learn more about filming and create their own films about like social issues they're interested in and passionate about and uh, a very big exciting thing that making waves club is doing is uh, organizing a film festival called ocean youth eco film festival for young filmmakers around the world to submit their films about ocean protection and show the audience like what threats the ocean is facing and how to save it that is amazing and i really love how you 
like found your love for film and how you dig deeper into it and also um, try to influence other peers like yourself to express their thoughts and opinions um, through the film media. Um, so before we dive into like your entire process of creating The Living Sea, I want to um, ask about your inspiration. So I don't think it's an everyday thing that like a young girl like you creates a film to advocate for ocean protection, right? So what inspired you to start this? So my, my passion for protecting the sea and sea creatures developed since early age. Um, as I live very close to the sea and love spending time surfing, sailing, and diving. And like the thing that inspired me to create this film is that we're the only planet with an ocean and they're indispensable for our survival. And like not a lot of people are unaware, like they're not aware of the importance of ocean creatures and how to protect them. And this is because they don't normally see them every day. And sea creatures are just lunch or din dinner or an ingredient in cosmetics. So I believe if people could see the beauty of the ocean and the corals, they would change their minds about sea protection. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so as Stephanie said, we would love to hear a bit about the process of how this all happened. So after you identified that, you know, you really do have this uh, passion for uh, protection of the sea and protection of like marine life, what was your creative process um, behind starting it? Like, how did you brainstorm? How did you know what to film? How did you sort of um, put everything out and sort of organize it and plan it? And essentially, how did it go from just being a concept and just being um, an idea in your head to actually being a formed documentary? Uh, so first I had this idea and to actually implement this idea and to create the film, I signed up through Power by Youth, Kids for Kids, and uh, I presented a pitch for my project and I got selected to make this project come to life. And I also got like a mentor to support me through the way and give me like steps on like how to make my documentary and also like how what to do with it after. So my mentor, um, Mr. Jeremy Hung from Babel Film, like helped me find teammates. And he also like helped me like what to do step by step and like what steps need to be undertaken. And when I finished my rough cut of the documentary film, he gave me like feedback on how to improve it and make it more effective. And also like my mentor assisted me in promoting my movie. So it reaches as many audiences as possible to make them aware of the ocean. That is amazing. And um, Bailey and I actually are very interested in how like the entire process of creating this and promoting your film happened. So we have two questions. Uh, first off, though, you mentioned about like working with Jeremy Hung um, being your mentor um, and you found him through Kids for Kids Powered by Youth, right? Um, yeah. What do you think is the importance of having a mentor? Uh, while creating this project or in what ways have he, have he um, assisted you in your process of being a change maker? 
Yeah, so Jeremy Hung's uh, help was indispensable from the very beginning of the project, since I did not have a lot of filmmaking experience. So he explained the process of filmmaking and all the steps that need to be taken. And again, the main help that he gave me was finding teammates to help me with the filming of the interviews, the underwater footage, and also like editing the movie, which was a great help. And yeah, that's like the biggest help he helped me with. Oh, that's amazing. And like, I, I knew there was some underwater footage and, you know, um, filming of the corals and that kind of stuff, but I can't imagine how, how tough that must have been and how like, like what a new experience that must have been. Um, would you mind just like talking a little bit about that and talking about filming? Um, because I'm really interested to hear about what your experience was like to get these underwater shots. Yeah, so I first started to learn about like how to scuba dive when I was 10. Uh, first, I had to like take like a series of tests and also do a bit of scuba diving in the pool to actually be certified to be able to scuba dive in the open sea. And it was a really fun experience. I got to learn about the equipment. I got to learn actually how to scuba dive. And when I had to make this documentary film, I wasn't like, I knew how to like take photos and I love taking photography, but I wasn't sure how to actually film underwater. So the first few times I was just trying out how to film underwater with my GoPro. And after that, I found like a teammate to help me with the underwater filming. Uh, it was actually really hard to find a teammate that could dive and also know how to work with a camera. So I was really glad I found him. And yeah, we worked together. We went on dives together and just like shot footage of corals. That sounds so fun already. Like not to mention the part of making a film, like just scuba diving. Um, I, I can't wait to do that. Um, so as we mentioned just now, we also want to learn a little bit more about, you know, the process of promoting this film. So you had the idea, you created this film, you learned scuba diving, you had a mentor, but how did you bring this to, I guess, like different film festivals or how did you showcase your film? So after I finished the documentary film, I... I first wanted to stream it at different schools and also organizations. Mm -hmm. So I streamed it at Maker Bay. I also interviewed the founder of Maker Bay. So I streamed it there and yeah, it was a nice experience for them to actually learn about corals. So after that, uh, I started to put my documentary film for film festivals. And I actually got like a lot of audience responses as well that watched my documentary film. And I found out that a lot of them, again, didn't know that there were corals in Hong Kong and didn't know what corals are. And they're really interested about like saving coral reefs. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so speaking of like coral reefs and the, the importance and perhaps the lack of knowledge or the, the lack of conversation around that right now, um, we would love to use like our platform here to share more about what is happening environmentally with that. So would you mind like sharing a bit about your learnings from the process and 
um, really what you've learned through the living sea about the environment and like coral reefs? Yeah, so first I learned like so much about corals from the people I met and interviewed. And like my knowledge about Hong Kong corals is now so much greater than when I started this project. And I also learned a lot more about like Hong Kong geography and marine life. And um, my biggest learning was like for this documentary film was like how to plan my time and activities and like manage a demanding project from beginning to end, like within a tight deadline. And like, I also learned about the process of making a movie, what are the steps and what equipment is necessary. Amazing. Um, I mean, for any project, you would learn a lot. And I could tell from like, how you elaborated just now, you really did learn a lot. And I guess that's all that matters, right? Um, so one thing um, at Never Too Early, so this podcast, we really want to emphasize is um, starting to starting or creating your own project and making a change at a young age. So wait, Emma, how old are you? 13. You're joking. No. You don't, Bailey told me you were 13 and I'm like, no way, that's not, she's way older. No, okay. Um, so you're 13 and that is very impressive. Um, as a 13 year old producing your own film, um, have you faced any challenges for your age um, or anything, any obstacles that you face? Yeah, of course. Um, um, the biggest challenge during this project was probably creating like a core team to help with my documentary film. Again, it, it wasn't easy to find students that like have filming experience and diving skills to help with the underwater footage. But with my mentor's help, like four students from the like, KGV, Harbor School and Hong Kong Academy joined my team and participated at various stages of the filmmaking. And I was also like able to get others interested in the project by like connecting to their special skills and interests. And yeah, that was like the biggest challenge. Yeah, so now that you've done that and now that you've really connected with skills and interests of you know your team members, now that you've formulated a team and now that you have everybody together, do you have any tips on how to be a leader or on how to really push this team forward um, in whatever project you're doing? Yeah, so, well, the biggest thing is to, like, get people interested in your project, like, by connecting to their special skills. And, like, after you have developed that team, uh, you, like, well, after I developed my team, I had, like, meetings with them, uh, like, every week. And, like, we sort of, like, decided on, like, what to do next and, like, what steps to take next and how to, like, plan the documentary and who has to do what and what are their tasks. Love that. I mean, like, that's what a leader has to do, just to allocate tasks to different team members. And um, and I really like how you said, like, you should allocate them based on their own talents and what they're good at. I think that's very crucial to leading a team. 
so I was just wondering now that you have like produced the Living Sea and I've seen you all over LinkedIn. You, you have like all different awards. So congrats for that. Um, and also you have been promoting filmmaking to advocate for sustainability or any like social problems toward to your friends. Um, what do you think are the next steps or your vision for filmmaking the Living Sea or any similar projects in the future? Yeah, so after I created that film, I found out that like a lot of people like got really interested about ocean protection and that's like what made me like inspired to create um, the film festival, Ocean Youth Eco International Film Festival, which is like for young filmmakers around the world to make a film that they're like to make a film that they're about ocean protection that they're interested in and to like show their film to the world and make them like aware of like what is happening to our ocean and how to protect it and with that film festival there will also be like workshops you know for anyone who's interested in like to plan their film and to actually learn about like how to get their passion like on video and on like footage amazing amazing i love that so much um and then one more question before we start to wrap up is um you really talked about you know how you have the um film festival that you're created that you've created or you're creating um that's going to happen um what do you think is the importance of media and in specifically documentaries um for social change I think media is like a great resource to um, either like promote something or just uh, give your like or raise awareness about a topic you're passionate about. Like a lot of people nowadays are using social media and like it's a great platform to just like teach them something new, but also like like make them take action and take some steps to actually create a change in the world. That is beautiful. Um, thank you for that. I, I think it's really important like media as a channel of promoting and advocating for sustainability or really any social problems that uh, we're facing in this world. Um, and it's really amazing that at such a young age, you're already making uh, a huge difference in your community. Um, so as we wrap up, we have a few questions that we ask every guest. First off, what is a change maker to you? A change maker is like, no matter like how young you are, like you can change the world. And a change maker is like some, someone who's really passionate about an issue or topic and wants to influence and change other people's perspective in order to save the planet or or to like solve that issue. Yeah, absolutely. And I really think a change maker can be anyone who has something they're passionate about and has like, like you said, like has is, and is doing something um, to make a difference in that area. Um, so yeah, I really love that definition. Um, another thing is we are part of a network called the Entrepreneurs Network, um, which is focused on female led companies and businesses and female entrepreneurs. Um, so just to circle back to that sort of concept, who is one female entrepreneur, activist, or change maker that you really look up to? Um, 
Well, one right off the top of my head is probably Emma Watson. She's like popular with a lot of people, but she's really like influenced me because, well, not only is she like famous because of her acting, but she's also famous because like of her activism and her passion for gender equality. And she's done like so many campaigns for gender equality and it just so amazing to see her like just change the world and just go up to anyone and just try to change their perspective to help gender equality. I love that and um, I also really agree that Emma Watson is really a very strong and enthusiastic activist. Um, I remember her Instagram page she actually let like different organizations take over it and talk about yeah. like social change right yeah I really love that and with such a big platform and a, such a big following I think it's very strong and powerful for her to um, let her voice be heard through the lens of social change and so as we actually finally wrap up what is one final piece of advice you would like to give to ambitious excited youth out there looking to make a difference right now yeah so similar to like my the change maker question if you're really passionate about a topic or an issue change people's mindset and get them to take steps and actions to help save our earth lovely thank you so much um and i'm sure that's something that will resonate with a lot of people listening so i'm really excited for this episode to come out Again, you are someone who is incredibly inspiring. And like Stephanie said, you know, already doing so much at such a young age, connecting your passion um, for, you know, saving marine life and your interest in film to create this incredible documentary and then an incredible film festival um, that are all promoting um, the same thing, which is like sustainability um, below land and in in the water. Um, So for those who want to follow you on your journey for all of this, where can they do that? So do you have social media links for perhaps either you personally or these organizations that you're a part of? Okay, um, so if you're interested about the film festival or the documentary, you can follow us on Instagram at Making This Club. Like we have talked about the Living Sea documentary and we're also like posting new things about the film festival. Amazing. Um, thank you so, so much for coming on once again. Um, it you're incredibly inspiring and I I don't even know what I was doing at 13 um, and yeah thank you for coming on I hope you had a great time and have a great rest of your day huge thank you for tuning in to this podcast we hope we taught you something today if you would like to hear the insights of other young change makers tune into this podcast every Wednesday at 8 a.m hong kong time which is GMT plus eight. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. To stay updated and involved, follow at nevertooearly.pod on Instagram. We have all the links in the description of this episode. We'd love to hear from you. Talk to you next week.